Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. This is indeed your station, and if you're looking for big sports news, this is your big sports show and is your destination. ZFM Sport on a Monday, Manic Monday, we call it here on the show, and it's certainly Manic because a lot has happened over the weekend, but even more happened today, Monday. And Gezi Platinum Stars have fired coach Benjani Marawari uh, just four months into his three year contract as the Mondoro Bay sides 1 0 loss to Yada proved to be the final nail in the coffin for. The Undertaker. Yeah, that is uh, the front-end news right here on ZFM Sport and indeed the front-end news on all worthy sports sites and news channels uh, right now. Benjani Maruari for uh, being asked to leave Ngezi Platinum Stars and the team has assembled. It is here to talk about that and so much more. Chris Midzi is here. Alois Punjira, our producer Sean Tafirinyuk and my name is Barry Menandi. And we'll also go around the world in 60 where we have updates from the United States France and Sri Lanka, where the national team's uh, spinners uh, struck three times in the second session on day two against Pakistan, including taking the scalp of uh, skipper Baba Razam uh, to leave the tourist reeling. Second half of the show is always the Castle World Football Report, and kickoff is on the continent where South Africa ended decades of heartbreak and four previous final failures by beating host nation Morocco 2-1 to win the Women's Africa Cup of Nations for the first time. France coach Corinne Diacre had said her team are here to build history after they got past defending champions the Netherlands to reach the semi-finals of the Women's Euro for the first time. And we'll catch up with some pre-season action where Barcelona claimed pre-season bragging rights over fierce rivals Real Madrid thanks to a single goal from new signing Rafinha in a classical friendly in Las Vegas. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Sasha Local Sports News Wrap with some athletics news where Zimbabwe ended the World Athletics Championships on a disappointing note after the nation's elite prospect and triple jumper Tingetai Mapaya failed to reach the final of the event in the United States. Mapaya leapt 15.75 metres as he fell short of his impressive jump of 17.26 metres at the National Collegiate Athletics Association circuit last month which earned him the qualification and a place inside the top 10 on the global rankings. Over to some cricket news, Zimbabwe cricket coach Dave Houghton has confirmed that he's in talks with the England-based duo of batsmen Gary Balance and Eddie Byram as he looks to strengthen the Chevron's team going forward. Balance and Byram both qualified to play for Zimbabwe and since Houghton is related to Balance, it is expected that he will try to entice the 32-year-old to give up any hopes of playing for England again and focus on representing the country of his birth. Barry, we've seen this kind of, I'm going to call it a tactic. Yeah. We've seen this tactic work when it comes to our rugby and we've seen the blooding in of these players who are internationals being brought into our national side and it works. This for Dave Houghton, do you see it working out? Yeah, yeah, I see it working out. Uh, I think he he realises that he needs a bit more quality. Yes, uh, he's given the players freedom to play um, with uh, and express themselves when they do play and we saw uh, that to good effect in the recently ended series but I think that he certainly is uh, alive to the fact that yeah, listen, that was just the, the qualifier we weren't playing the top level uh, opposition uh, top quality so before we go out to the World Cup let's get the quality in and I think with Ben Byram and Gary Balance we know that they can deliver the quality and I think hopefully uh, this will pay off Well in Littleton Boxing News the historic World Boxing Council All Africa Officials Training Workshop has begun in Victoria Falls amid high expectations the event will transform the face of the local game this is the first time the world's best sanctioning board WBC is holding the annual meet in this country and the event has been given even 
even better significance by the fact that it'll be followed by the Africa Boxing Union Seminar. The WBC convention runs up to Wednesday, while the ABU Seminar opens on the same day and ends on Thursday. Stay right where you are. Move to the groove of the nation. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyahunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Just take a quick glance at our WhatsApp platform. It says, uh, hi, sports team. You got it all wrong on Banyana Banyana and Dynamos. Yeah, we'll get to those <laughs> momentarily <laughs> when we talk Dynamos and Banyana Banyana. But uh, the leading story, of course, is about uh, The Undertaker. And Gezi Platinum Stars have fired coach Benjani Marwari just four months into his three-year contract as the Mondoro Bay sides won the loss to Yada proved to be the final nail in the coffin for The Undertaker. The former Warriors skipper has been under increasing pressure after failing to put on convincing performances uh, since his appointment in March. Saturday's defeat to Yada only worsened an already precarious situation as Ngezi Platinum uh, management wielded the axe this morning. And who else to turn to than Marco Gold? Let's hear from UK-based uh, uh, journalist and analyst Makomborero Mutimkulu as he speaks on the demise of Benjani and culpability of the club administrators. Football has a way of ruthlessly separating grain from chaff, froth from beer, the gaffers from the goons. And that process has gone on pretty, pretty fast in Gezi Platinum. And Benjani Mariwari has been exposed as the emperor who was unclothed. Sad but true, he was not made for this gig. He did not have what it takes and he has paid the price. What he failed to do is just win over the dressing room. There is a reason why successful coaches take part in training sessions, why they are involved in drills, why they are charismatic. Unfortunately, charisma is not something that you can buy or import or bring from Heathrow. It's just either you have it or do not have it. And it's one thing that you will need to be a successful coach. Benjamin, we have to press the reset button and make a decision. Is he a coach or is he a football administrator? At some point, you wanted to be the Zifa president, remember? Then you wanted to be the Warriors coach. And then you took up the gig at Ngezi and it has failed dismally. But you also have to zero in on Ngezi football, football club and look at the way they administer the game. And it's their team. But look, they have to appreciate that... Money does not buy you what time brings you. Time brings you identity. Money does not. Money will buy you a kid, will buy you players, but it will not buy you a team. Having a team, having a DNA is a product of time. But for Ngeza, they just believe that we have the money. If we open the checkbook, we get what we want. You get what you want in terms of personnel but not in terms of the football results. They need to identify themselves. At the minute, they look like a team that is so obsessed with taking over from FC Platinum. And it's ridiculous, really. It's comical. They need to be patient. They need to define themselves. Who are we? What constitutes success to us in six months, in a season, in a year, or three? And they might also be advised to have a general manager of football. This habit of having the personal manager, whoever it is, also being in charge of football and taking it as a pastime is long gone. If you don't respect football, football will frown at you and it is a lesson in Gezi. Better learn and learn very quickly. See. Solid gold from Marco Gold. Marco Mutimkulu, UK-based journalist and analyst, giving us his take on the departure of Benjani Marwari from Ngezi Platinum Stars. He presided over 13 matches. This is his record. That's after he took over force from Rodlot Lakama. He won three games, drew six, and lost four. Alois. That record, no matter whether we're talking about the Undertaker or any other coach, is abysmal. Yeah, um, when you look at the high-profile team like Ngezi uh, Platinum, I think uh, the, the the stats are not uh, are not in his favor. You know, we nobody is, is surprised. 
you know, by by the dismissal, uh, honestly speaking, because the results were not coming uh, the way that they thought that they would. You know, this is a team uh, where the management is very ambitious. Mm -hmm. You know, they want results. So I, I, I said it before that what exactly was the conversation between Benjani and the administration of the team? What exactly did they agree on? Did he accept that he was going to win the league for them this year <laughs> and took the job I, or not? I don't, I don't know. So for me, there, there, I, I, I sincerely uh, would want to know. But when you look at the situation, yeah, he's uh, he's dismissed. But uh, I think Amako was a bit hard, uh, was a bit hard on uh, Benjani. Uh, that question, like, is, does he, is he a coach or what? No, I thought I thought that was too hard, too harsh, because he is, he, yes, he is uh, he's still a juvenile. Yeah. You know, as far as coaching is concerned, he's still learning his ropes. He was lucky to get that gig. He, you cannot say great. no to a gig that that has come your way. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was there, and I I'm sure. He he has gained something now now the one thing, experience the, the one thing we will agree and uh, indeed in their statement that uh, followed the leaking of this news uh, Chris uh, Gezi Platinum Stars said that the relationship has not fa has failed to live up to expectations or words to that effect mm -hmm. um, Alois talks about the administrators out in Gezi Platinum Stars and talks about the fact that you know perhaps they are they are very ambitious was the appointment of Benjani in keeping with that ambition no, simply no. On two fronts. The first front being that when you are taking a look at a coach who, like we all know, is a novice. This is his first yep. gig at this level. It's a lot of experimentation. It's a lot of learning. If your ambition is we want to win the league this year, we want to compete with your FC Platinums, with your Dynamos, with your Highlanders, Chicken In. If those are the people you want to compete with, then you make an appointment that is in line with that level of ambition. I think for me, bringing in a novice coach, yes, he, he's an incredible person. He, he, he may have been a brilliant footballer. And I think Gezi's hoped that it was a straight line from being a, a brilliant footballer to being a brilliant coach. But as we all know, and we've seen it globally, there is an entirely different journey that takes place from the time someone is a player to, be, to the time they become a fully-fledged coach. So for me, the, the, the hierarchy at Ngezi Platinum didn't... I don't think this decision was well thought through. I think it was an, a gamble. I think the word gamble, gamble, ga gamble, gamble comes certainly to mind. However, as Muziwetu Khadebe uh, says, and he's of course a Buloya-based uh, football pundit, Muzi says that there are lots of lessons to be learned from Benjani's firing. It's so sad the firing of uh, Benjani Marwari as uh, Ngezi Platinum Stars uh, coach. You always want uh, your legends to do well in terms of their coaching career. Uh, it hasn't been uh, the best of the starts for Marwari. If you remember very well, he had a brief stint, which was not clear as well uh, with uh, the Warriors. So to me, I think uh, it quickly says there are lots of lessons that uh, should be picked from there. I think if you are to pursue your coaching career, in my view, especially coming in as a former player, it's important for you to know where to start. It's, it's okay to start at uh, the Premier League, but I think if we remember very well, there were a number of people who were talking about uh, the fact that um, maybe uh, Marwari should have started uh, uh, elsewhere, maybe lower than the PSL, and I'm sure those people will be saying you see what we were saying. I think having played in France, having played uh, in England, it was always important maybe for him to have uh, uh, tried to establish a lower team in those countries uh, to kickstart uh, his coaching career. In my view, it was going to be a lot better for him uh, in terms of uh, taking it further. Then it's high time that uh, they also don't follow uh, or listen a lot to what uh, uh, the media is pointing out and highlighting and simply pursue uh, their goals, simply pursue their strategies as a club and that will be very key for them, I think. 
Okay, now many of you may be asking what next. Of course, that, that being the voice of uh, Bulawayo based football pundit Muziwe to Khadebe, giving us his thoughts there. Mwadwari leaves, he gets uh, fired together with his assistant, Wongani Mafu. Uh, in temporary charge has been placed uh, Taku um, uh, Takesho Chiragui, uh, who was, of course, his uh, assistant, and he will be assisted by Clifton uh, Kadurira. Uh, we're back where we started, really, aren't we, Alois? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the truth. In, in, in that light. Yeah. But I want to I wanna pursue something that you've always advocated and spoken about. Uh, and Muzi alluded to it there. And you talk to, you always talk about the fact that former players should be given a chance and that uh, experience means nothing. I completely disagree. And there needs to be some bedding in period where you're able to hone your craft. Benjani didn't get that. And perhaps this is the exposure of that. Uh, I don't remember saying experience doesn't count. Mm. I say it is overrated. Fine. Yes, we have seen novices come in and do the job. Sure. Yes, we have seen players. But it's a gamble. We have se- it's always a gamble mm. because even the you look at the bottom five. The bottom five are experienced coaches, all of them. Sure. In the Premier League, they're experienced coaches. They're struggling. They could have been fired well before Benjani, but they're still in the jobs. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's always a gamble to, to when, you, when, you appoint a, when, when you appoint a coach. But at the end of the day, you want to know if the coach is good enough. Does he, is he able to stamp his authority, have his signature on the team? You see, so that ability, like Marco said, you don't bring it from Heathrow, you don't bring it from Cambridge, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't bring it from USA. You, you have it. Yeah. You know, if it's your calling, yeah. you have you have got it. I want to be a coach, but it's not your calling. Yeah. You know, it's, so sometimes it's not like a former player is just going to to do it. Sure. You know, but giving being, getting giving somebody a chance if it's his calling, my friend, yeah, yeah. you just take it and go yeah. and run with it if it's the calling. It'll and like, yeah, and like I said, we cannot say Benjani has failed as a coach no. at this one go. No, he is taking a step. Yes, yes, and yes, and failed. He is one of the. Like I said, he couldn't say no to a job that has been offered. Offered yeah. I want Roman out division two. No <laughs> division two. It was a gig. But Marco, Marco, Marco brought a, a very important point about Ngeze Platinum. What are the ambition? What is their plan exactly? Because like I said, you know, in this country, you cannot have an ambition of instant success when you are banking on free agents yeah. as players, yeah, yeah, yeah. as your players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are not going out to buy the players that you want. If they want uh, Anto- uh, Bill Antonio, go to Dynamo's and say, we want him. How much are you selling this boy? Yeah, yeah. We want him because our coach wants a right winger like him. Mm-hmm. A coach selects the players that you you, you cannot just bring a coach with the players then said we want to win the league and this is the play they need to define what they want and success FC Platinum did the same mm-hmm. they struggled they brought in Raman Gumbo Oloedim Tasa and them they were trying to do this this same thing that Ngezi is doing but until they brought in Norman yeah. he stayed at the ship he said chill guys but, but, but let's, you, let's calm down you can let's also, fresh let's, let's do this there's something to be said that perhaps Chris FC Platinum stumbled upon Norman Mapeza. It wasn't necessarily uh, that they had a plan and Norman Mapeza uh, was the right fit for their plan. So I want to come back to Ngezi Platinum Stars and look at the coaches that they've hired oh, since they got promoted. Clifton Kadurira, Tondera Indirai, he was there. Erok Akbai, Rodos Lakama, and Rodo, he preceded uh, Benjani. Uh, and then in between all of that, Teksho Chiragui has been popping in and out as interim coach. <laughs> holding things down. <laughs> holding things and down. Clifton also so, did the same. You, he held things, he held down, things down a little bit. And and, and 100% and then now Kifton is taking care of their uh, uh, development side along with the first team as well does this feel look or even sound like a team that is aware of where they want to go not really. Um, I think when you just take a look at, first of all, that stellar cast of previous coaches, that's one. And for me, we can see just the DNA of Ngezi Platinum's decision-making. Ngezi Platinum is an impatient team. When it comes to making their decisions, yes, in, you, it's always a gamble because in football, the longer you wait to make a decision, the more bad impact you could have. But at the same time, what is the long-term plan? Let's take a look at Tundirai Ndirai, if I remember correctly, was fired when he was second on the log with 
something like six, seven games five, to go, five, five, five points behind. Mm. And this guy is fired. Yes, there might have been some internal issues, but you are so close to the end of the season and so close to the cup, mm. but he was still fired. Yeah. What chance on earth did Benjani have considering his streak that we just talked about when you take a look at the wins that he had yeah. when you take a look at the teams that he was able to get the wins against I think it was Tenax and Bulawayo City where he managed to get the wins so that team and a combination of a coach who has not honed in his skills has not found his DNA because I'm sure and Alice you can say this as a coach it takes time for you to identify what your DNA is as a coach and then also to imprint that DNA on a particular team so for me, Ngezi Platinum really needs a long-term plan. Yes, you, you can take it season by season, but I think for a team that has resources, that has such incredible playing personnel, I think they're doing themselves a great disservice by not investing in the long-term and being patient with, with their footballing yeah. project. You hit, you hit the nail on the head about the resources that they've got mm. and a failure to actually have a long-term plan. You know, they've got everything they can actually get even under 15 boys and yeah. say we want to groom them by 2028. We want to win the league. They can do it. Wait, wait, wait. Then you look for the particular coach that you think will win you the league in 2028 and you start working from, from, from there. At the same time, you are bringing in the best talent in the country because very good, the talent is there. You don't, yeah. you don't, you can't have instant success. At the same time out of contract from from another from another team it doesn't work that way they need to channel their resources and be patient with how they want to do things and let us know what your thoughts are 0731168045 turning to our whatsapp platform that's 0731168045 benjani was never good enough he shouldn't have got the, that job he's a novice at best uh, you don't let us know your name and where you're writing from. This one is uh, from Captain John Kambarami in Glenora. Benji is a lucky guy. He wasn't supposed to get that job in the first place. Chete, what can we say? I suspect Ani Juju. <laughs> like what he did as a Man City player. Anyway, Famba, Famba, Zako, Chikomana, Apana, Zino, Zivikanwa, Apa. So he doesn't reckon that uh, Benjani was good enough uh, to be the Ngezi Platinum stars uh, head coach. Uh, this one says, um, I concur with Chris. Marwari's ordeal rep resembles that of Lampard at uh, Chelsea because he had a stellar cast of uh, playing stuff. Wayne from Tari, well, uh, a pure player. Platinum play, takayenda, takayenda, go na kunenge kudada, and I think FC Platinum is celebrating uh, the uh, goings on at Gezi as well as the fact that they're sitting yeah, top they've of got their own the league. Yeah, they've got their own rivalry <laughs> indeed, uh, uh, like the Platinum boys that they are. Gezi Platinum is confused. That's from Paul in Harare. Alois, what lesson can Benji learn from this? And Chris, what lesson shouldn't Gezi learn from this? Go. Uh, Beji should, uh, should 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 learn from this by uh, knowing the people that he's dealing with. Next time, you know, you sit and you know exactly because at some point it was um, I'm involving youngsters. I'm bringing in youngsters. Right. They're not also I need so manage expectations. You need to uh, to know what you're doing, and also I think the best lesson is you need to communicate your strategy. Mm-hmm. You need to actually talk about it and you need to imprint what you are trying to do on the field. You see, like Ateta, we are all the way from Marare. Mm. We could see what Ateta was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were like, ah, this is what he's trying. So, he, as a coach, he, I think he needs to do that. He doesn't need to stay in the middle. We couldn't try to do it at the same time running green. I was talking about this other um, guy from England. He was telling me about the history of Ateta and being employed at Arsenal. Yep. He said Ateta, it took about six months with their negotiations because Ateta was actually saying as long as you know you're no longer a big team yeah. I'll come yes. but if you are bringing me here as a big team as Arsenal the Invincibles I'm not coming yeah. because I'm going to eat a snack and then you're going to fire me but as long as you know that you're not a big team it's going to take time yeah. for me to build this team I am coming until they agreed could have to restart yeah so you need to also learn that trick that you know what you know your abilities and know maybe he needs to to restart 
administer the formula, get a, 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 a smaller club like Luke Petros at Wawa. Yes. You, you, you coach at Tenex. You coach at Tenex. You coach at your Shisham. Your talent vision in blues. Then you bring them up in the Premier League. Then you go with them. Maybe that. Can actually, can, can actually develop, develop himself yeah. as a coach. What can Gezi Platinum learn? Respect football. It's that simple. Um, you can have yeah. all the resources in the world. You can have the best playing personnel in the world. If you do not respect the footballing project, you are not going to get anywhere. If you do not respect all of the elements from the science to the coaching to the strategy, which is the biggest part of any footballing project, you are not going to get anywhere. And for me, with the resources available for Ngezi Platinum, they need to get on to creating the footballing project. Can, now, can I just add one bit? From very, what, from, from very here, big, yeah. They need to realize that winning the championship or being successful does not take just the employment of a coach. It's a team effort. It's the whole system. It needs to be functioning well, including management and directors and everybody else in the club. So it's a team effort. It's not just about we've employed the coach, so we 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 we, we gotta start winning now. <laughs> now it has gotta be a team effort. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my tourist super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. All right, guys, neither there was football played over the weekend apart from what happened this afternoon when Benji was released by Ngezi Platinum Stars. Now, Dynamo's finally ended their four-match winless run when they beat Chicken in 3-0 in an entertaining match played at Barberfield Stadium. The result took Dimbari within two points to second place Gamecocks, much to the delight of their coach, Tundirai Ndirai, who had been under intense pressure ahead of the match. We were solid in the first half. Uh, we never gave much room to... Uh, to chicken in. Uh, of course, they, 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 they're a good side, very good team with um, very good players. But uh, I think I think we came here uh, basically to contain their strengths in the in the first half. And then, of course, um, keep putting in the shift, keep putting in the work, and uh, get into the correct areas, right areas, and wait for for the moment. Uh, obviously, because we we played we played four games, and in those four games we failed uh, to score. So it was really difficult for a difficult phase for the team, not just for the team in um, in general, but for the players. You could see that um, con- the, the confidence was um, slowly uh, going away. But uh, I'm happy that uh, today that penalty shout. Uh, which I thought was a correct decision for, for, for Alex, really uh, took the pressure off the team. Uh, the voice there of Tundirai Stanza Ndiraya, the head coach at uh, Dynamos and goals are from uh, Frank Makarachi from the penalty spot, uh, uh, Junior Makunike from outside the box and Emmanuel Paga uh, with a breakaway goal sealing the victory for uh, Dynamos. And this is the way for them to bounce back, isn't it? They are playing, number one, they're playing a title rival. Number two, they had failed to score in their last four games and then you score three. This is absolutely the tonic that the, the Blues needed. Yeah, that was actually fantastic, especially for Coach Tony and Rai. You know, he was working on a tightrope as well. You know, uh, <laughs> fortunately, sure. fortunately, what uh, he did exactly the worst he did with Benjani on, a, on, a, on the same weekend yeah. when Benjani was, was losing and getting fired. He was winning and saving his job, you know, and because I, 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 I want to, I want to uh, imagine if they had lost yeah. in Blau Eyes. You see those fans? Yeah. You see those fans? I don't think all of them had uh, positive sinister <laughs> motives. <laughs> positive motives yeah. for that match. Yeah. There's quite a good That was a very good turnout, you know, uh, which actually raises a lot of issues. We spoke about it that it's not about the economy. People are enjoying football. When football is enjoyable, the atmosphere is good. You see, they're singing. They're this is what we want to see what football. So well done to Dynamos, you know, a very good turnaround. Hopefully, hopefully they sustain it and they just hit some uh, level of consistency because they've beaten the title rivals. Yes. It means they've closed the gap by three points. So they can actually still say, you know what, we are still in it. 
We are begging it so they can actually go on with a positive note from there. Chris, they stay in third, but they'll, they'll be absolutely pumped by this. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think when you're taking a look at that stretch that we talked about in terms of the top teams, you never want that gap for FC Platinum to run away with it. And I think that's what people were a bit worried about when it came to Dynamo. So great that, they, that they've managed to close. Great that they're scoring goals as well. I think goals had dried up quite significantly um, for Dynamos. And that's one of the areas that was concerning was, okay, we're not scoring goals but we're not winning matches either Mm. so what exactly is the tonic here what are we doing and I think this win for Dynamos for Dynamos fans and for Twendera Indirai as well incredibly special and those players I think also his player selection we talked about it being a little bit shaky on Friday because of the 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 availability of players but I I don't know if it assisted him in terms of clarity you had a few players coming back into the fold who I think need to be a part of that spine at Dynamos Uh, certainly and uh, how special it was Dynamos this is their second win against Chickenin in a decade at Barberfields and that's why it was so enjoyed by the players and indeed the fans after the game. If you don't know what we're talking about, get onto social media and just search Dynamos. You'll see the singing fans all over uh, Barberfield's uh, stadium. Uh, right, let's give you the match day 2022 uh, results. Herentos nil all draw with Wawa. Of course, that was on Friday. Cranbourne Bullets 2-1 winners over Harare City at Vengere. Uh, FC Platinum winning 1-0 at ZPC Kariba and creating quite a cushion in the log standings. We'll talk about that just now. Highlanders 1-0 winners over Wlaio City courtesy of an early goal by Godfrey Makaruse who just can't stop scoring for Highlanders uh, Caps United nil all draw with Manika Diamonds at National Sports Stadium a triangle 1-0 winners over Black Rhinos while Blauer Chiefs uh, 1-2-0 uh, over Tenax at Vengere then uh, Dynamos, as we said earlier, going from famine to feast. Uh, 3-0 winners over Chicken Inn. Feast. See what I did there? Uh, Yada, <laughs> 1-0 winners over Gezi Platinum uh, Stars. Log standings means that FC Platinum now has a six-point cushion. 47 points over second place Chicken Inn, who are on 41. And then Dynamos is still on thir- in third position on 39. But they've uh, cut down the gap uh, between them and Chicken Inn to just two uh, points. Let's take you around the world in 60. Then we've got more football to talk about. Women's football. Uh, the WAFCON coming to an end this past weekend and of course uh, the Euros getting to the business end and of course the small matter of some big friendlies that took place over the weekend it's ZFM Sport Hi this is Benjamin Luck I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team and you're listening to ZFM Sport Around the world in 60 seconds International Sports News We'll begin in the United States where the United States wrapped up the World Athletics Championship by consolidating their place at the top of the medals table with a championship record of 33 medals. Their place at the top of the medals table with a championship record of 30... After the United States claimed emphatic victories in both the men's and women's 4x400-meter relays, Armand Duplantis brought down the curtain at the World Championships in stunning fashion by breaking down his own pole vault record in the final act of the 10-day track and field meet in Eugene. We'll head over to Sri Lanka, where Sri Lanka's spinners struck three times in the second session on day two against Pakistan, including taking the scalp of skipper Babar Azam to leave the tourists reeling. Pakistan who led the two-match series 1-0 were 111 for four at T in response to Sri Lanka's first innings of 378 and still trail by 267 runs in goal. Fawad Alam on 18 and Aga Salman on 13 were batting at the break. And we'll touch down in France where Max Verstappen took a huge step towards defending his Formula 1 title after winning the frenetic French Grand Prix ahead of Lewis Hamilton as main rival Charles Leclerc threw away his chances with a dramatic race ending crash Leclerc looked set to control after leading early from pole and had withstood a Verstappen onslaught before his race took a huge turn on the 18th lap thanks to a costly unenforced error we're going to talk about that in full but only on tomorrow's show is probably brought to you by Zimoko Alcohol may be hazardous to health if consumed to excess. The operation of machinery or driving after the consumption of alcohol is not advisable. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18 years. Castle Lager is more than just beer. It's pure liquid gold. Crafted from the finest local ingredients. To deliver a taste that is somewhat dry, somewhat bitter, but never sweet. It's the taste that stood the test of time. It all comes together with a castle. Everyone knows. The hit.
hits. Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. That's our number, our WhatsApp number right here in the studio. Uh, this one says, "Take sure Chiragwine ie ajigaras ngadzingwe always. Something is wrong. Which coach will be comfortable having him as an assistant?" Uh, Alois, that's a bit of a, a, a shaky one because. Teki has survived two administrations. He was uh, there briefly before Rodolf Lakama arrived, and then Rodolf Lakama arrived. He stays on, and then now Benji comes. He stayed uh, and still stays. It's a bit of a kind of comfortable one, isn't it? Yeah, um, it becomes tricky, you know, especially for him uh, as, as, as a coach as well, because the 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 next coach is that coming because he is now in interim. Remember? Yes. And the next one that comes in is the substantial, uh, substantive coach. Uh, it won't be, won't be comfortable. Mm. You know, because of the, like, just because of the, so, you know, so it's not a feeling someone uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's also we don't know the relationships that are there at the club. I've seen clubs that maintain that, you know, we've, we've seen yeah, it. Yeah, like Kaitano uh, at uh, Supersport. Kaitano yeah. at Supersport. We've seen it, Tebo uh, Homoloi at Orlando Pirates. Yeah. Dr. Kumalo at Kaiser Chiefs. At Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. uh, Gusto Palacios as well at uh, Orlando Pirates. Orlando Pirates, we've, yeah. seen, we've seen it happening, in a lot, especially in South African clubs. Uh, even um, uh, at, uh, at Manchester United as well. It once it, it, it also once happened with Carrick. Yeah. You know, different coaches coming in, but he stayed one as assistant. And so the, we don't know the relationship that exactly is there, but that needs to be clarified to the next coach that comes in. But I, we will do it. We yeah, will, and, and, and the, 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 so club, the other coach gets comfortable the club, about it. The club needs to engender that uh, trust. Uh, thanks, yeah. Muzimba from Goromonzi. Get ready, guys. This one says, <laughs> Ben Johnny's appointment engendered oodles of optimism in Gezi, but they have doused in a horse and rabbit's shoe of shambles. It's been swings and roundabouts, back and forth like a tug of war. You, you could pick loads of holes in dear Benji's coat, and surely he played too close to the sun. All the same, it's beyond the skull whether Benjani will make it as a gaffer. Yes, it is beyond the skull. We don't know at this stage. Hopefully, yep. he's going to pitch up, and hopefully, you know what? Uh, guys, hopefully he's going to stay in Zimbabwe because I think he can actually cut his teeth here or else uh, proceed to England and, and uh, maybe try it out at a reserve side or in the lower divisions or whatever the case may be. But I don't think he should give up the ghost just yet. Definitely not. I think he just needs to get to know himself as a coach I think yeah. is what needs to happen just in terms of his methods his style everything and I don't think you can do that when you're under pressure at a club that is expecting results 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 I yeah. think you need to be in a place where you are able to refine yourself grow, away yeah. from all of the media scrutiny and attention absolutely this one says I feel sorry for Mafu can't he go back to Wange no I don't think he can go to Wange Wange is on the cusp of being promoted back into the Premier League and I don't think they're going to take him back. Uh, I, I think uh, Ngezi Platinum uh, should know that they are not a big team. Let them not behave like one. Uh, the board should think in terms of their class. Uh, they are small boys. That's patient. And he says patience pays. So perhaps Arteta's demands to Arsenal can apply to Ngezi. Yeah, uh, I, that's why I say the, they should have sat down to actually agree on what what needs to be done. But when you look at the situation with Benjani, I think uh, he's better off uh, maybe going back to England uh, or going to South Africa. He's also a South African citizen. Because why? Because he has got loving fans in England. He has got yeah. loving fans in South Africa. In South Africa, yeah. Here in Zimbabwe they are toxic fans. Yeah. I'm not they they are toxic. Mm. They, 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 they there is a lot of hating and hurting and in in Zimbabwe. Yeah. The environment in Zimbabwe is bad. Especially you a former former footballers really need to be very careful in Zimbabwe because one wrong move they will tear tends, you apart. Tends, they, tends yeah they will, they will tear you apart. So he he I had I had the same problem. I was a third assistant coach, but I was torn apart. 
Like, 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 like I was the head coach. <laughs> so one wrong move for a former footballer is is very very critical. I hope he goes to South Africa. South Africa yes. is a very uh, is a better place. So. Yes, some criticism from Gezi Platinum stars. Love Mukashawa in cover the Kwazana one says, "Is it Gezi Platinum now the ch- the chipper United of uh, Zimbabwe?" Oh, that's that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough statement. I th- I think Gezi Platinum just. They need to just take the football seriously. You know, when yeah. we take a look at our football, just some of the main issues in our football are to do with resources, are to do with the management of the entire system. Ngezi Platinum has the ability to create the strategies and the structures for this to really thrive. All right, it says Ngezi Platinum, just like Black Rhinos and Manika Diamonds, is just a bunch of nonsense where the company executive think it is the alpha and omega of everything. How much time did they actually give Benji to achieve the set targets? This is nonsense. Uh, the question is, were they set targets? What, what were the set, set targets? That is the issue. Let's read this one and before we move on, Rogers from Zambia. Good evening, Munipanji in Zambia. It says, uh, let me say this in Chris's voice. They should respect football regardless of the monies they have. Ask Paris Saint-Germain with the highest paid players, but they still don't have the UEFA Champions League. Rogers in Zambia, you conclude our fan zone very nicely. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The Corsolada Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. And a ball that might very well meet with Super Sinra, who's inside the 18-yard area. Stays on her feet here, Super Sinra. She's got two players to pick up. South Africa had the opening goal of this final. It's come just beyond the hour mark. And Hilda Machaya has tapped it home, her second goal of the tournament. Here's a chance for a second. South Africa leads by two goals to nil in this final. And Hilda Machaya is now joint leading scorer in this tournament. That is it. That is the final whistle. South Africa, after five attempts, have finally claimed glory in the Women's Africa Cup of Nations final. They achieve immortality as they claim their first title in the WAFCON. The winning moment, therefore, by Banyana and Banyana in South Africa ended decades of heartbreak and four previous final failures by beating host nation Morocco 2-1 to win the Women's Africa Cup of Nations WAFCON for the first time. Hilda Mahaya proved Banyana Banyana's hero, scoring two quick goals midway through the second half to finally guide Banyana Banyana over the line. Let's hear from South Africa coach Desiree Ellis. Look, we said we must continue playing. We could have scored before halftime. We said continue playing, continue rotating the ball, hit them down the channels because they push their fullbacks up, hit them down the channels. And we played one ball diagonally, we got a goal, and we played another ball, and we got a goal, and we were magnificent. We gave a goal away poorly, but I thought defensively and all round, our plan worked. We said to the players, they've got to help each other on the pitch because we might not get a word across. But I take my hat off to the whole team. They're absolutely magnificent. They stuck to the game plan. They didn't allow them to play. And when they did get behind us, the defense was magnificent. All right, first half was a tense affair with no chances on target from either side, but the game burst into life when Mahaya lashed onto Jermaine Seposenwe's cutback just after the hour to give South Africa their first ever lead in a WAFCON final. And I. Noted that because for me, Jermaine Seposwene is probably the uh, unsung hero of this Banyana Banyana team. Yeah, she's she's really good. Uh, I don't know if I should say unsung hero mm. because she's very cel- very much celebrated in South Africa. They actually know her, her work. on the she's continent a now. She's a yeah, player. they are. They they really do know her. So she they they know what he, what she contributed and uh, they they do appreciate her. And uh, I, I I like the 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 whole team. Yeah, the South African brilliant. team. They were they were brilliant. There was Linda uh, Linda Moshala. She yeah. she was uh, outstanding as well. But my favorite player obviously Jane, Jane you know yeah. she she controlled everything you know on that day she showed me another side that I didn't really know yeah. she the tenacity yes she was breaking bumping, up play. Yeah, bumping into players breaking out play you know she was solid uh, on the day you know I think South Africa you know they brought something that they didn't bring for the Zambia game 
this in this game they were prepared for it and they were, and they, they, were, were solid. they were they were deserved winners yes. uh, against a very good Morocco side and if you look at the last minutes of that game I would say probably the last uh, 12, 10 to 12 minutes of that game Morocco was on the front foot South Africa was struggling to hold on to this 2-1 win a deserved final very good to watch yeah very good to watch and I think when you're taking a look at the South Africa side that change in gears that Alois was talking about very very evident and I don't think Morocco was prepared for that change in gear we saw Morocco make a few changes hoping to potentially make an impact on this game and it didn't turn out that way I think Banyana Banyana came into this fully conscious of what it meant and the weight of it but still playing throughout the entire game managing to hold on to their lead and also I think kudos to Desiree Ellis for setting up her stall really well and Coming into this final, I think without Tembi Katlana out in front, mm. um, she managed to make a change there that I think still worked to get Banyana this final. Mm, yeah, and uh, you know, just to uh, cap it off, I mean, South Africa had lost four previous finals 2000, 2008, 2012, 2018. They made it to the final and were vanquished by one opponent, Nigeria. They were mm. happy that they weren't facing Nigeria <laughs> in this final, but it was a, still a final nonetheless. It's an important point that Chris makes about Tembi Katlana. Uh, she will probably be available for the World Cup youth just based on performance of Zambia, Morocco and of course eventual now uh, African champions, Banyana Banyana are you confident with our African representation in the World Cup? I am you know, I am. I am. I, I still think that Nigeria will have to pull up their socks. You know, yeah. they, they are still Africa's hope as well. You know, as well as South Africa. I think South Africa, they are young. They are young team. But I think they will hold uh, their own. But uh, when you look at the at the situation at the World Cup, they, they need to play a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. You know, because the game is fast out there. Yeah, I watched, yeah. I'm, watch, I'm watching the, the Euros there, my friend. These girls are running with that ball. They're quick. <laughs> so they need to up their game. I think if there's anything, because technically they are good. Yeah. They're okay, but one thing they need—they need to increase their speed. The speed is uh, is, speed a, is play, a, yeah. on, the, on the slow mm-hmm. side, and they they, they, they can uh, they can get vanquished in, uh, by the Europeans if they go with that speed. Mm-hmm. So it's something that they need to actually uh, improve on. But I think they will stand on their own. Nigeria will really need to improve because we depend on them, you know. But I'm happy the standard of African women, African football has risen. Yeah. It has yeah, grown in leaps and bounds. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is not the same story in one country. <laughs> called Zimbabwe. <laughs> Let's not go there. Of course, the four teams representing us at next year's Women's World Cup are the uh, now the African champions Banyana Banyana of South Africa, Morocco, uh, third place Zambia, and of course, nine-time champions Nigeria. Those four teams will represent us at the Women's World Cup 2023 tournament and we trust that they're going to put up a very good show. I'm glad you bring on the Euros because let's go there next. Hi, my name is Rurouni Shamba. My tour is Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Now, French coach Corinne Diach uh, has said her team are, quote, here to build history after they got past defending champions the Netherlands to reach the semi-finals of the women's Euros for the first time. Le Bleu uh, secured a 1-0 victory over the Dutch in Rotherham uh, thanks to Yves Perez's um, penalty in the first half of extra time. France are one of the teams that were installed as possibly one of the favourites uh, behind, of course, Germany and uh, England, but Netherlands was there or thereabouts for them to meet in the quarterfinals was always going to be a tough one and France won the mental battle yeah always going to be explosive I think when you're taking a look at just the historical precedents but also them wanting to advance coming up against Netherlands at this point was I'm not going to say a final before the final Mm. but it it was almost that similar sentiment of these two heavyweights coming um, up against each other at this point they're going to advance um, to play eight time winners Germany so I think now there's a final before this is a test before the test now this is a true test of exactly what France is made of yeah certainly the other semi-final of course is England versus uh, Sweden Uh, Alice you talked about the uh, quality of football being played out there that semi-final final is tasty Germany versus France it is you know uh, Germany versus France is actually the, the better one to, uh, to watch you know uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a very a very tough game for, right. for both teams actually I should say well this one is going to be a, t- a, a, a match where both teams have been playing well you know I just like watching uh, watching France it look like Nigeria you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> think that probably it might it can be Nigeria but they're doing well yeah. uh, they, are, they, are, they are playing well like I said uh, earlier about uh, South Africa the fast pace 
yes. of the way they're playing. The German captain, the speed that she goes down the right, yeah. it's something else. Yeah. And I think she's actually the trump card for Germany. Certainly is. Uh, and of course, uh, England versus Sweden, that other semi-final. And it was as a result of Sweden uh, winning in the showdown with... Uh, <laughs> they set up that showdown with England uh, after Linda Sembrandt's uh, last gasp goal saw them edge Belgium 1-0 in a tight clash as a quarter-final this past weekend. Semi-finals, England versus Sweden, Germany versus France. Let's give you a quick roundup of some of the friendlies played uh, this past weekend, starting with the friendly that was very unfriendly, and that is El Clasico in America. Barcelona claimed preseason bragging rights over fierce rivals Real Madrid, uh, thanks to a single goal from new signing Rafinha. In a Clasico friendly in Las Vegas, Barca and Real went head-to-head in front of 61,000 at the Allegiant Stadium in the famous American City, a game which also saw Robert Lewandowski make his unofficial debut for the Catalans. Real Madrid has got work to do, Alois. Yeah, a lot of work to do. You know, they, they we, 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 we spoke about it. Their, mm. their squad is thin. They won the Champions League, yes, but they didn't win the Champions League on the basis of very uh, having a good best. team. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Tenacity that got ba- them there. Barcelona, yeah. though, Chris, is looking absolutely phenomenal. And we expected no less. I think <laughs> when you're taking a look at the business that Barcelona did and the work that we saw Barcelona doing last season. We expect this project to continue and we expect Xavi to knit his uh, team together really well. And it's being knitted uh, very, very well. And if they can get Jules Koundé through the door, my goodness, this is going to be some prospect. Uh, Thomas Tuchel questioned his Chelsea side commitment physically and mentally after they were hammered 4-0 by Arsenal. Tuchel admitted he was worried and did not hold back after seeing his team collapse against one of their Premier League rivals with the new season just two weeks away. In fact, some of his words were that this is a squad that has had, hasn't had any refreshing. We've only got two world-class players through the door. And so what can you expect? That'll put a lot of noses out of joint. And I can see a lot of turmoil uh, coming up at Chelsea. Now, New Manchester City signing Erling Haaland. Uh, he's confessed that he is already enjoying working under crazy manager Pep Guardiola. He scored a goal against... Uh, he joined from Borussia Dortmund in the transfer window. Uh, and he scored the only goal that won Manchester City the game against Bayern Munich this past weekend. We're out of time. We're back tomorrow. Don't miss it. May God wish you bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.